Hello, 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 and welcome. This, my friends, is the Inspire the Vibe podcast, a place to discover and share the compelling and unique stories of business owners like you. Each week, we discuss ways you can build a brand you're proud of, communicate clearly, and grow your business. Our hope is by the end of every episode that you'll feel inspired and encouraged to reach for the stars with your business. So let's start getting the results that you want out of your marketing, business, and life. Now, here are your hosts, Inspired co-founders, Amber and Kristen. Hey, Amber, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, well, let's jump right in. Um, we were talking about the, the pandemic and how it's really hit, hit the reset button in our country in so many ways. And, um, you know, one I feel like we've, we've been hearing a lot of is um, how people have been taking a look at where they find themselves in their day-to-day jobs, their careers, you know, the daily grind. And and so many are saying, man, my gifts and talents just really aren't being utilized. And if I'm being honest, I feel really frustrated about that on a, you know, constantly, um, or they're realizing that they're just not really fulfilled in their work. They, they want to make an impact. Um, they want to feel like they're accomplishing something and it, to, for, to them, it just feels like very monotonous. Um, it's just not fulfilling. So, um, the other thing, uh, maybe one of the most obvious ones is they work really, really hard and they just don't feel like they're getting paid enough. Um, you know, that, that, that'll hit you hard, that pocketbook, but whatever the reason, um, many people are making a change. There's employers out there who are, you know, frantically looking for employees to bring on board and they're having trouble doing that. And then there's employees out there who are like, I haven't found something that I want to do. And so we, we have a lot of unemployment right now. And, you know, it's just, it's a crazy, crazy time we're living in right now. It really is. And I think when you see the headlines and you hear the stories as business owners, this is something that's important to all of us and, and really makes us ask ourselves, how do we show our employees how much we value them to make sure that we're, no matter how busy we are, no matter how chaotic things get, that we are always doing everything we can to keep that connection and and keep that, that keep giving that value to that person who works for us, that they in turn are giving us so much value um, for, for their employment. So here's a few things that we do in our business that, that could be helpful for anyone listening. The first one is really focusing on time, the amount of time you spend with the people that work for you and work with you. We, as business owners, let's face it, we have less time, you know, especially as the, like, you know, we build this business and it grows and it's everything we wanted, but suddenly we have less and less time. And so I think it's a slippery slope. It's really easy to fall back into, well, I told them what to do and it seems like they're doing it and they seem happy. So, I mean, I, you know, it's just business as usual around here. So one of the biggest things we do is constantly evaluate, Kristen, are asking ourselves, have we set up this person to be successful? Do they have the tools that they need to be successful? Is there any training or additional support? Our team, I, I think they really appreciate the training, especially when it's training that you and I have done and it's a language we speak and there's a way that we approach what we're doing for clients. Uh, so making sure that they have that same training and level of support, I think is really key. Just, it's like, honestly, it's like every relationship, 
right? What is the most important thing in every one of our relationships in our lives? It's time. And that's why this is the first one. Absolutely. And you had brought up something a few weeks ago, the 360 reviews, because not only do we want to know, we want to know, you know, how they're feeling in their job and everything, but we also want to know how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Of course, we want to let them know how they're doing and, and areas where we feel that maybe we could provide them more support, more resources, but we need to hear back from them, how they think we're doing. What could they use more of what, where maybe we're falling short in supporting them in their role. So the only way we're going to know that is to really take the time intentionally to sit down with them and just listen that way. They feel like they have a voice. And the next thing that I would bring up is capitalizing on their gifts and talents. I know personally that when I've had jobs in the past, if I haven't been able to really utilize my gifts and talents and to, to grow those areas of myself, I'm not really feeling fulfilled. I'm feeling like really worn out at the end of a day and not really feeling like it was worth it. So, you know, we're, we're all, I feel, I believe that we're all born with certain gifts and talents and we've built certain skills and they're just things that we're so good at. And how good does it feel when you've worked an entire day And you've been able to put those things to use and you have like a a product or an end result to show for all of your hard work, something you can really, you know, it's going to put a smile on your face. You can feel really proud of what you've done. And I've, I've seen this before in companies too, where there's someone who's really talented, but they're just in the wrong role. I think we were talking about this earlier. There's people who like to do the same thing every day. That's very comfortable for them. And then there's people who don't want to do the same thing every day. It's actually a great interview question is, you know, what's their preferred work style. And there are often times, I mean, I think a, an extreme example would be something like if you have someone on the creative team who really should be in HR or in payroll or in some sort of process role Uh, Or on the flip side, you have someone who's in one of those process roles, but who is more of a creative and the monotony is eating away at their excitement and their energy and their momentum and their passion for the job. And, And so I think sometimes it's really looking at if they're in the right role, you know, are they on that right seat of the bus kind of thing? So I, I think that's a big one. And then the, the third one is, it's a bit of a slippery slope. We understand the sensitivities around this, but it does have to do with pay. A couple of things to look at. Does the value, and I think this is where we, we always look at the team, the incredibly talented people around us. Does the value we place in them reflect what we pay them? And we're growing business, right? So I think there's also that blend of doing what you can with where you're at. And we know this is a hard one, but one of the ways that we have been able to, I think, support paying people a little bit more is by really looking, are there some expenses on things that we're spending money on that we don't need to be spending money on? Um, Or that there is another better way, you know, there's another way or a better way to do it. There's also, oh man, one of my old mentors, he would say, everybody should put money on the board. No, everybody should put numbers on the board. And this was back in the day when we tracked everything by a whiteboard. Like, I think a lot of generations, they'd be like, what board, what are we talking about? But you would track your sales on a whiteboard. And 
his idea was that no matter what the role is, even if it's the receptionist, there's things that you can do to help them, train them, support them to even when they have an opportunity, create a little closer connection with that person that calls in because that person may call in and that warm reception that they got with that first phone call might be one of the things that helps them decide to work with you and go, you know, and, and ultimately spend money on your company. So I love that, that mindset of, yes, maybe there's things we can do as a company to cut back on some, some expenses, but there's also ways that we can also through hiring this person and paying them a little bit more, finding ways to optimize their skill set to you know, affect the revenue of the company in a positive way. And I think if you're, if you're hiring the right people for the right roles, you said, you know, is everybody on the right seat on the bus? That was a Jim Collins quote, right? Yep. Sure is. Good. Uh, Great. If you're hiring the right people for the right roles, then they're going to grow that role, which is in turn going to grow the company. And they're then also fulfilling their job with their skills and their talents. So I think it, it does kind of draw back to making sure that you're hiring the right people for the right roles. And if those people are in the right roles, then are there ways that you can provide them with more responsibilities that are going to in turn bring more money into the company? Like you said, with the receptionist, it matters. It matters you know, what is that interaction with the customer? Does that customer feel comfortable calling back again? Or they're like, no, I'm never calling that place again. That was a horrible experience. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't feel welcome and all of that. But even to, you know, the point of a sales position, if someone's naturally talented at sales and customer relations, then, um, then there are always opportunities for them to be upselling. Maybe, maybe Mm -hmm. they're focused on one particular service or product within your company, but maybe there's an opportunity for them to go above and beyond with that customer or client to say, wait, we, we don't just do this. There's more that we can do for you because if you are running a good company, if it's service-based like ours, or if it's a product-based, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's always more that you can do for a company. I love that. One other thing I thought about as you were talking- I said for a company, I meant for a customer, sorry. (laughs) For a customer, there's always more you can do for a customer. I think one other thing I was thinking about that we did uh, when we we did a, a couple of recent hires was another way to look at pay for new hires is you do get what you pay for. And we had a position, two marketing positions in our own company, and we knew we needed a higher caliber of talent So instead of putting something out there for more hours and less pay, you and I said, well, what's the pay we want to offer to get that high caliber talent, but we're not going to be able to pull them on at the full-time level. So we still got high caliber talent and we're going to ramp and we've already increased, I think the the hours of, of all of those positions, but we, we, our entry point was let's go find that high caliber talent, pay them what's a good rate in the market, but then you and I, sure. Did we want them full-time out the gate? Absolutely. But what we ended up with was halftime, but incredibly talented people so that everything going on the company was really good. So I think that's also another way to look at pay um, and, and in the mindset of really creating value for the people that work, work for you. Yeah. And the better, you know, when we look back at all three of these things, the, the more valued the employee feels, the more they're going to perform within your business because they're going to feel, feel like part of the family. They're going to feel like they're making an impact. They're going to feel 
the importance that they have to you and to the company and to their peers, to their teammates as well. You know, we're all part of something bigger than ourselves. That's really something I feel is innately in every single one of us. And so then guess what's going to happen? Your company's going to be more successful. You're going to make more money and you're going to be able to do things like increase hours, increase pay, provide bonuses and all of those things. And it's, it's a fun journey, you know, but you have to take some risks. You have to do some uncomfortable things. You've got to, you know, set aside time where you feel you don't have it. It's going to be worth it. It, it really truly is. And so we actually want to put it back to you and see if you could share with us um, a way that you found was was really great, a great way to reinforce the value you've seen in your employees. We'd love to hear that. Maybe you'd even let us sh- uh, share it on our next podcast. Send us a DM on our social media. We're at Inspire the Vibe on IG, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. And let us know. Let us know how you found is a great way to reinforce the value you see in your employees. That's all for this episode of the Inspire the Vibe podcast. Thank you for listening. Are you feeling inspired? If you're a business owner who's ready to grow your business, feel confident about your brand's image, and reach new levels of success, then let's meet. Follow us at Inspire the Vibe or visit inspiredvibe.com. That's inspiredvibe.com. You've given everything to your business. You deserve to see it succeed. Until next time, stay inspired.